0: Are backstage with the Sound Chick, and I'm your host, Haley Pearl, the world's rock and roll girl. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Backstage with the Sound Chick. As always, I'm your host, Haley Pearl, and I'm here to bring you some new bands with some new music updates. With me today are two rock bands who are here to discuss the Flash Tour and the new music that they're working on.
1: I'm Alexander Black. I am the lead singer and guitar player in Half Past Dead.
2: I'm Jack Devil, I play guitar. I'm Melo I play bass.
3: I'm John, I play drums with backing vocals. I'm Crispy, I play guitar. I'm Diego I also play guitar.
4: My name is Abby Kay, I'm 18, and I'm bass and vocals. And this is Abby Kay and Half Past Dead backstage with the soundcheck.
0: let's just get into it here you know you guys have some exciting news you guys are both going on tour together the flash tour officially starts july 6th in new jersey besides getting out and playing again what are you most excited about this tour
4: i guess for us uh we were actually supposed to go on tour for the first time last summer 2020 and it's kind of like this has just been a year in the making of getting rescheduled so we still haven't had our first tour and this is our first time going out on the road so i think aside from not playing any shows at all for over a year we're just excited that this is our first time actually leaving our hometown yeah that is exciting
5: honestly i'm just happy to play a show with an audience because like i was like you know like live stream stuff like oh it's fun but it's fun to have like an actual like people that respond to the music you're playing and they're getting excited you're excited and it's just a good time
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree.
1: I think I, I think everybody, you know, on our team is just happy and very grateful that Abby's taking us with him. I mean, I mean, I've known you for, for what, year and a half?
4: Years? Four years. Really? Yeah. You didn't
1: come in my freshman year.
4: Oh, your sophomore year. Yeah, okay, so, so three. So three years. So yeah,
1: and and it's been a fun musical relationship, and you've helped me out and everything. So um, I think everybody in half of us is really just excited to um, – Venture into different parts of the country. I mean, we've played in Virginia, North Carolina, and I think uh, going to like New Jersey and South Carolina is be really fun for us because we could see a, a set of fresh faces and um, just sort of kind of piggyback from what we said to have them feed off of the music. And um, it's gonna be a really fun time to see live music start to come back.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. So. You knew Abby or have known Abby for a while now, but how did this tour come to be? How did you guys get hooked up to play together?
4: So one day I was just so frustrated. I was like, we were supposed to go on tour almost a year ago and it still hasn't happened. And I was just, I mean, honestly, I was so frustrated. And so the first thing that came to mind was, I know that Ethan's kind of in the same boat where we haven't, we're like so close to getting to the next level, but we haven't quite gotten there yet. And so I feel like we're just, we're kind of on the same page right now. And he's the first person that I thought to reach
0: out to. That's awesome. It's so pure, I love it. I love it. I think it's gonna be a fun tour. You guys seem to yeah. mesh well with with your sound and style and just your overall personalities, both both uh, uh, bands bring into it. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun for sure. What stop are you guys most excited for?
1: Uh, I'm most excited for New Jersey because I actually just moved uh, from New Jersey to North Carolina about two weeks ago. Oh, so wow. To go back home and see my family, I'm starting to miss them. This is right when
3: it's kicking in them getting home oh, so.
0: Right. Oh, that'll be a lot of fun for you.
3: I'm definitely hyped for New Jersey also. I haven't been outside like the country and Richmond like ever. Yep. So seeing New York and Jersey right beside each other, that's gonna be quite a sight for me, personally.
6: Yeah. For sure. okay.
0: What song is your favorite to play live?
4: I'll go first. Um, actually, I don't know that I can go first.
7: <laughs> <laughs> actually, i ever next day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you forgot all that. <laughs> nothing, nothing I, I
4: don't know that I've ever been asked that. Like, I have my favorite song to listen to, my favorite song that I wrote, but I, I don't know my favorite song to play live because honestly, the last show that I played live, I'd only released two originals and was only playing two originals. So since then, I've released four more that I haven't played yet. But I would say on this last tour, uh, my favorite's gonna be Pay Attention.
0: Yeah, that's a good track for sure.
4: I would say probably
1: an unreleased one that we have coming called Because of You.
0: Yeah.
5: Not <laughs> um, well, I'm really mixed because I'm going to try to a cover for this one. I think my favorite one to play has to be um, Children of the Grade. Yeah. Because it's just oh, a jam. Yeah. You get to soul over it. Sadie That's one. a fun one. Yeah, it's a fun one.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I think my favorite. Now, I love all, all the songs we do. I mean, but to play live, it's got to be our opening track, uh, The Evil That You Make. It's just. Musically, it's fun because both the rhythm and the leads are just intricate and, and challenging, and it's fun to sing and get the audience to to, 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 to It's also just uh, it's just a really grooving song. We've practiced a whole bunch and we got really tight, and I think everybody uh, has a good time playing. It. And it's just you know, it's the big opener, and right. it's like oh, it's here, you know. Yeah, starting. <laughs>
2: Mine's got to be uh, either our unreleased song, Unbreakable, or our another unreleased song, uh, Over. Those are just, have such high energy for when we play it that every time I've seen anybody, they're just going nuts. Yeah. Um, for me, honestly, I've only played one live show with the band since I've jo- joined so far. But uh, I think my favorite song to play was "Said and Done." I, I just, yeah, I honestly cool. like the way that it starts off real slow and almost like you're entering a carnival, yeah. and then just it, it it essentially punches you in the chest with that with the energy
3: and how quick it comes in. That's probably my second favorite. Yeah. It is that's so much
1: fun. You spin right yeah. around
3: there i get to answer this twice i guess because yeah. yeah with this tour i am also drumming for abby k mvp you know this guy yeah i they don't <laughs> have a drum yet either so I'm just, what a champ if to be easier to say i tear down one kit not to move everything and all this so i get to pick twice i guess with hers ace of spades is really fun oh, that was really, oh, yeah. yeah like i get into that song so easily it's so much fun Any to play other is fun, yes yeah and when that past down list I don't want to give two covers <laughs> but, but we're playing Highway Star on this tour and it oh, is nice. so good!
5: Yeah. I wanted awesome. to say that but I also felt like saying the cover would have been weird
2: considering
3: all the stuff we owned. Yeah! Played. I mean
1: it's, it's okay I get yeah, it. Yeah I mean, I'm breaking okay, I mean, cool, right?
3: those good too. Give the Criminolore cr- Those fills in Highway Star oh, just are just so good. good. Highway <laughs> Star is fun. It's yeah. one heck of a song. I can't yeah. pass that up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so in addition, to, you know, getting out and and playing on this tour. Um, Sometimes bands go out and sightsee while they're playing shows in various places. Are you guys gonna like take the time to go and see any cool places while you're out?
4: I hope so. It all depends on timing. Right. Um, I think we have to get to most venues by three o'clock, but um, like our last, or two of our last shows are Greensboro, To Charlotte so I think that's only like an hour and a half drive so. um, Unfortunately, like like we're based in Charlotte so we see Charlotte pretty much every week so right. Much. yeah, we don't have much to sightsee there because we do it all the time. But I think that would be Greensboro and Charlotte would be the ones that we Mostly have
3: the most time in. Yeah. We yeah. Might go to the yeah. science center or something. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Man, trust me and
2: Diego, we're actually talking about if we have time in Jersey, go see the gates of hell. Yeah. 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 Nice. <laughs> it's it's time. literally a, it's like a three minute drive. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I think yeah. that'd be the one place. And of course, yeah, Devils has to see the gates of hell yes. at least once. It's a law of nature. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's not a law it of
2: our nature.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I know that for IBK you guys have only played a couple of shows now, and I know Half Past Dead has definitely put played, played their fair share of shows. But do you guys have any fun tour or you know show stories? I got one. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. I,
1: think I, got I one. want to hear one, one. One. So. This is when we were playing uh, our last show at my college. It's my senior music project. We did a live stream. And this is before you were here. I don't know if I ever told you this. or I think we did. But uh, Thomas, Jack, and I were going, we are stopped at a Walmart to get, I think, uh, extra batteries or guitars and everything. (laughs) Yeah, you know. And (laughs) we were walking down the aisle, you know, just go, okay, here's what we need, talking through it. And this guy, this wonderful man, he has his two children in like you know like in the, the, the shopping cart yeah. in the, you know, the shopping cart they have, like that that two front he has them like in the where you put like produce and stuff
0: right right he
1: looks at us sees you know us in rock and roll gear, mm-hmm. smiles smiles. <laughs> Puts his kids, like I'm talking, like shoves them into the aisle, turns around and, and starts wanting to like approach us and talk to us. And then he just goes, Oh wait, those are my children. And he, <laughs> and he goes, Oh, I'm so sorry, and grabs them and then we just we just, we just yeah. go, let's go, let's go, keep, Babies walking, we, keep we. walking. That guy, I don't know if he
2: was
7: on was something, on something <laughs>
1: but man, it I got a great kick out of it. <laughs>
2: I have another one. Uh we too many. It's not, we not a sh- quite a bit. It's not really a show story, but we were doing a, another interview oh, okay, with yeah. Uh, WRIR. Yeah. And it, we were coming out there. It was like 1 o'clock in the morning. We were walking through Richmond. And this guy, obviously high that on was crack, <laughs> was punching the air like he was trying to fight God or something. Just going like this. <laughs> yeah. and being like, get these puppies off me. Get these puppies. And then he stares at us and says, what? What? And we just look at him, and we just stare and walk back. And I see something in the back of his uh, belt. And I told everyone to stay quiet because they're like, why? I said, because he had a Glock 40 in the back. (laughs) We literally, then we saw a cop come in, like, turn to the left. I I want to tell that part because (laughs) that's the part that flustered me so much. (laughs) I turned around and saw a cop car drive right past this man. Yeah. And he didn't stop, didn't do anything. (laughs) He was standing there flailing his arms, obviously on a
5: drug trip, and the cop just minded his business. I love Richmond. <laughs> I love that city. The hometown. Oh, jeez, I don't know if we have any crazy stories like that. <laughs> yeah. You'll get uh, don't um, worry.
3: Like They're coming you. are here with the right <laughs> town. Do <laughs> <laughs> you understand
4: know I me? Mean? Yeah, I have one. Um, this is before Christian Diego joined the band. Um, we were playing a show up in Baltimore, and we had a keyboard player named Tristan. Oh my god, Tristan. <laughs> 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 um, I love that kid. Yeah, so. <laughs> Uh, this was his first time going on the road with us. Um, and the first thing we step out of the van, and uh, we can't find him. Oh. <laughs>
3: Sounds, sounds like, like tristan. <laughs>
4: yeah he just completely wandered off and that happened maybe two or three more times throughout the day so we had to implement the buddy system <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a weird but only for
4: tristan so um, tristan was required to stay by greg's side our old drummer the entire night <laughs> i see did it
0: game. work did the buddy system work
4: no
1: <laughs>
3: It's the
1: awaited
5: climax of the story. <laughs> oh, God. That's awesome. Um, I love that, it. The one more I did just think of. I love the story so much. It was, again, it was a before meeting Crispy and Abby. I was with another band opening for the band Dokken. And it was after the show. Uh, like, okay, we're about to leave. But last minute, oh, I, I, know, I just got to run to the bathroom. And, you know, the bass player goes to the bathroom too. And, you know, business is going on. And I just hear this drunk guy come in to the bathroom. And he just has my shoulder. Hey, did you open up for Dawkins? Can I get an <laughs> autograph while I'm at the stall? I'm like, I'm like, dude, I appreciate it, but not here, not now. Any <laughs> other time, but now. i trying to pen, but no, I'm fine with this. I have
2: one more about Winchester. Oh. When, I don't no, when you, Rachel, and Abby driving and oh, so we were going into this, this uh granny's it's a small little bar gate. this is when Abby yeah was, she was filling in on baseball. yeah, yeah. <laughs> me john and his wife were just driving down and he calls us apparently when they walked in a group of a group of people just stared at them when they walked in the door they looked terrified and they're just like hey!
1: yeah, it's like an episode of, of cheers <laughs> oh
0: no i love it I hope you guys get some more stories I off hope of this can tour. make a
2: lot more during the story. Short, yeah,
0: absolutely. So, do you guys have any pre or post show routines?
4: So actually, I'm very shy. I'm definitely an introvert in an in extrovert's occupation. So before and after the show, I kind of just like I know a lot of people would want to like spend time with Ben, get all hyped, do all this stuff. But honestly, like once, probably the five minutes before I go on stage, I just kind of need to be alone with myself. So that way I can be um, everything that I need to give and who I need to be on stage. And then of course, after the show, I mingle with everyone. Um, Thank everyone for coming out. And then I just need five minutes to just kind (coughs) of, I don't know, cool myself down a little bit.
7: Decompress. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: We kind of what we do is i mean this is sort of a new thing because we've never this band is is cursed we yes. until up until way we've had lineup change after lineup change after lineup change but um when we got thomas in here we, we go this is the group so uh before we show i'm, I'm continue i'm assuming it's going to be a continuing uh trend of ours so we just kind of get together get in the huddle and just sort of give ourselves a pep talk and you know we just say you know whatever mistakes happen on stage own it don't worry about it you just go out there and then play your hearts out and we just sort of get our spirits up and um remind ourselves that this isn't about us, it's about the people that that came to see us. And that's just that gets us through. I love that. Uh, or I have one that's gonna be fun for all of you guys. <laughs> I before I go on stage, like doesn't it doesn't matter like anytime within like an hour before I go on stage. I have to just let out one scream at the top of my lungs Hi. just to get oh, my voice like that oh, that's, that's, that's yeah. It. okay <laughs> yeah
2: so i'll follow with that I'm, um oh, oh, this guy.
1: yeah no I, i've done that at like pretty much every show
3: i've done and it's been good luck so far yeah, yeah.
2: so i have a follow-up to that this guy oh, so just because i don't do drugs i'm a very kind of i have social anxiety that kind of thing I try and get myself so pumped up and so adrenalized. If I said that right, I probably didn't. Oh, but <laughs> Sorry. but I get so hyped up that to the point where I'm just acting crazy, I'm jumping on tables, I'm breaking walls. <laughs> and after the show, I'll kind of calm down, but then in the morning I'll have to call Alexander being like, Hey, what did I do at the show last he night? He straight night. up
1: forgets. Like I, I thought he was Doing it just to you know put on a, a thing, but no, he actually Although, does not have any recollection of what outrageous. happened.
5: Yeah. What? Literally blood. Okay, oh, mine's a lot less severe. Like mine's. <laughs> mine's like, for like most that's shows, be a good thing. How do <laughs> you black out and don't drink? That doesn't even make sense. Um, <laughs> well, when uh, adrenaline hits. <laughs> yeah, but like for most shows, like like for most like the sound check setup, I'll be like super serious and like focused in, but for like the last five ten minutes before I get on stage. I just make my goal to try and make everyone laugh because like, you know, before any show, doesn't matter who you are. Everyone's got a bit of nerves. So actually mm-hmm. like, you know, right. even myself, like my legs always shaking. I got uh, to drink some like, carbonated water to calm myself. So I would make it uh, an objective to make, try to get everyone to laugh so they kind of loosened up, realize, okay, this is not the end of the world. This is just us having fun. Right.
0: I like that. That's
2: cool. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: So just like Abby said, being an introvert and an extrovert's career line, do any of you guys, I know you guys like sort of touched on this, but do you guys experience like stress or anxiety yeah. before? Uh,
1: every musician does. It's, I'm sure Abby can really do this. So we were both kind of like the, the, the organizers of, of the groups. And I know you can ask any of these guys. I'm always in manager mode right up until I step on that stage. I'm always like, okay, we got to settle with the venue we gotta do this 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 unload this make sure that's ready to go and they're like you need to relax like i remember we played uh, <laughs> i was around yeah it was you and kai had to sit me down and say shut up relax everything's gonna be fine and i'm like oh, you're right but yeah i'm super stressed about everything up until i'm on the stage and sometimes unfortunately i even have stuff in the back of my mind on stage and it can impair my playing and stuff so i have to remind myself and that's why we do these huddles just to yeah you know, get all those thoughts out of there because it could be really you know can translate on
0: stage poorly. Oh for sure. For sure. Do you guys find that it's like a flip of the switch when you get on the stage? Like stress and then it's like game face, you're ready. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah.
7: okay.
6: Cool. I, I have that the light switch effect. Um yeah. that's what I call it for me. So that's when I become like I go from Abigail to Abigail. And for me I think that phase is like putting on the makeup, the leather pants um and then it's kind of just like I become this whole different person. Anything from my personal life, all my baggage just completely goes away. Um, And I think that's funny because we literally call it the light switch effect.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. So after the Flash Tour, do you guys have any, like, ideas or plans for future tours or or gigs in the works?
6: So I guess for us, um, Diego actually still lives in California. So he just got here a few days ago. He's here for six weeks this summer. Um we have a three hour gig this Saturday. We have Fourth of July plans. Um then we have the Flash Tour next week. Then we have two more one-off shows in the Carolinas. Uh we have two music videos. We're recording our first album and we're playing at Rocket Pod in Nashville this August. Um so we have a lot of things coming up in the next six weeks. And then hopefully, I don't know when the next time we see Diego is, but we are moving to Nashville in March. So
7: then we're gonna
6: have a bunch more things. Yeah. Oh wow. True. And no. <laughs> that's not true. Not like that. Here's
1: what's happening. Oh no, I can't talk. That. No, I'm going
7: to. But we are releasing our debut LP, yeah. um, and we're going to tour that LP. Um, Somewhere afterwards. Somewhere yeah. afterwards. Yeah. There, depending on how it's received. Um, no we have. Nice. Uh, we actually have two offshoot shows as well after this in August and November. And we're looking forward to those. And um, the rest of the time really is just going to be spent recording yeah. and just yeah. fine-tuning this because uh, it's going to be it's, it's going to be a lot of trial and error.
3: We did talk about, very
7: briefly, potentially having a follow-up of all of us. But yeah. we'll see what Yeah, happens. we'll see what, we'll how see that falls down. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. all up in the air. It all depends on if we kill each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's true. Yeah. Or if something kills us, like, you know, the demon.
0: I love him. it. Let's talk about some new music. I know with Half Past Dead, since the last time we've talked, you guys have put out The Deal, and I know you guys are working on Kiss the World Goodbye. Compared to, you know, your debut EP, what kind of a punch is your new music bringing? What can fans be, expe- like, expecting with this new music?
7: Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> a lot of things have changed since, since 2016, of course. I mean, I myself have Grown as a musician, as a writer, and a singer and a guitar player, and um, we've got uh, these three guys are amazing. And I think um, I don't even think "punch" is the right word because of the EP stuff. I mean, not not. It's I, I'm very proud of that work, but with this album and the songs that, that we have on it, it's it's on a whole other level of of musical finesse and um, content, like true, like gut-wrenching soul-searching stuff that um over the years i've just compiled into um some really strong lyrics and um i think people the thing i would say is watch out yeah i think it's gonna be a lot here a lot more high energy Mm -hmm. and a lot of times it's just gonna cut to the chase being like we're a rock band that's what we love to do no one's gonna change us we do have slow songs on there but most of the time it's more of a high energy, go, go at it, jump around, mosh bait in your own bedroom kind of deal. Yeah, it's like punk rock, no BS. Yeah.
0: And for Abby K, you guys, you know, you guys are also releasing music right now. You just released um, Dodging a Bullet and like shortly before that, you guys released Pay Attention. And it is so obvious that you guys really like to have fun and really let your personality flow heavily within your music. Tell me, what is it like working on, you know, your original tracks?
6: The whole process has changed um, from my first single, It Prisciled Me, to our most recent one, Dodging Bullet, I Swear. Um, pay attention. That was our second most recent. Yeah. Um, that was the first time I had a new lineup of First and Diego. And I get so many people saying that it's a whole new sound, whole another level from, you know, that period of i think we had four singles to now these these last two that we put out um so i don't know i feel like since these two joined the band we're just on a whole new level now and anytime we get in a room together we don't leave without a new song
0: yeah i like that one thing that i really like about all of your guys' music um half past dead and abby k included you know you guys can hear within your music the passion the love the inspiration and the growth of your talents you know it's it's super cool to hear as you know an avid fan and a, a you know a music journalist it's it's really awesome to like watch musicians grow <laughs> it's it's why I'm doing this you know I think it's really cool and you know I'm really excited to see you know where your journeys take you I think it'll be really awesome thank
6: you, thank
7: you. very much
0: now, Abby, I did want to talk about something because it is to my understanding that you picked up your first guitar after seeing your first Kiss concert. So I do have a couple questions about that. One being, what is your favorite Kiss song?
6: Probably Detroit Rock City. Yes. Oh, one um, yeah. Love that. I remember uh that was one of the first songs that I learned on bass, and my dad is pretty much the reason why I got into music and um I remember we're in my studio right now. It's in my garage. And every night for probably two weeks, we would come out here. He would sing it. I would play it until I couldn't get it wrong. And so I just have some really great memories
0: of that song. That's awesome. I love that. And for you to pick up that guitar, was it like, you know, a spur of the moment kind of a thing? Or did you always have this thought in the back of your mind that this is what you were, you know, destined to do?
6: Not at all. Um, I was actually a gymnast. 10 years of my life and i mean i was dead set going to the olympics for college scholarship going to college for it Mm -hmm. um i had no intentions of doing anything other than gymnastics and then probably being like a a personal trainer physical therapist and then my dad took me to see kids and i quit gymnastics and i ended up picking up guitar first because that's all that we had in the house but i would say within three four months i found my way to the
0: base I love it. I think that that's super awesome. exciting. And it's completely random, you know, that yeah. you started gymnastics and you had an obvious passion for that. And then that kind of just molded into music. I think that that's really cool. So I'm going to throw you guys some situations here. So the first situation, mosh pits or right up front at the barricade?
7: Mosh pits.
3: Mosh
0: pits. Mosh pits. no. no. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on.
7: You see? Since I've got a wireless system on my guitar, I've been trying to go in our own mosh pit. Yes, oh that's, that's what we're gonna do. We got, we got
6: wireless. I, I, is
7: that's what we're gonna be. A little bit to our, our um, mosh. No, it, it's oh gonna happen. God. Give me like, a wall. Yeah. <laughs> Give me <the> wall. <laughs> no, he's gonna say, "Give me a wall." I'm gonna run straight through the middle, walk back, and be like, "Fire!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys uh, know that uh, Diego and I got the mosh pop- oh, pit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. You're still. Yeah, but but
5: you're. I got a confession to uh-oh. I've never been in a real mosh pit. Oh, we got to take it. I have it. We got to
7: no, take no, them both no. of you. John, you're not you. drumming for us. You're going to be in the mosh pit. <laughs> we'll throw your drums in the mosh pit. you got yeah, go it. 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 to go get them. They're expensive. I, I lost my... I, I thought I got lost in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my keys, my wallet, and my my college card, and a bullet in my helmet. I crowd oh, shirt, All no. gone. Funny, oh, enough, funny enough, I, I was at a Bulletin Valentine concert, and I was, like, front row in the mosh pit, and someone, I was just dodging bunches left and right, and this guy grabs my white t-shirt, grabs his glasses, gets on his knees and starts cleaning his glasses, <laughs> and then it goes like this, I'll go in for, like, trying to shove, and he's just going... Sorry, man, you already know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you just. <laughs> I'm like, that's, oh that's classic. Sh- I like that. Like, well, I gotta say, <laughs> nothing beats a doger to Oh, I, I love to be one of those. I haven't even heard that name. Before. So, yeah. yeah. That. One it's mosh pit right. I do want to go in is a slip mount mosh pit. I heard that you will. End I don't up want to die. In. You want to lose <laughs> the shirt off your back? Go oh, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like a, a game of Angry Birds. It's all like. <laughs> doesn't make it any better. It's like kind of playing a game of mobile batteries.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was in a really scary mosh pit, and surprisingly enough, it was a Blackville Brides mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to a
7: bunch of BDB shows. I, I mean, we talked about this movie last night everything. Yeah, I can attest to that. They can get pretty rowdy. I believe that. that. Yeah.
0: I was at one where a guy lost his finger, though.
3: oh Oh! all right never been one that man.
0: so the second situation or scenario for you guys if you could pick one album from any artist to be the best album ever which one would it be
7: i got an that's a thinker i know my answer i (laughs) think yeah my (laughs) My favorite album and what i consider to be one of the. Best albums of all time is still "Fly By Night" by Rush. It is yeah. the first yeah. classic rock album I ever listened to, and it starts off with so much energy and so much just emotion, and then at the end, with three songs, tapers off into subtle, more melancholy acoustic tracks, and ends real nicely. I kind of have two answers for that, but that's just a big one. Mine is Drew uh, Days Grace" One X. I'm Ever since that one came out, I've fallen in love with it. It's on repeat on my Spotify every day. And it's just, I love that it's all over. It starts with it's all over and ends with uh, uh, 1X. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And That's just, just the one. dynamic of that album was so beautiful. Uh, I had no yeah. complaints for it. You could really hear Adam's language. Yeah. Especially through. Never Too Late. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yeah. 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 Easily for me, and this one's out there compared to Blush and Three Days of Grace, Relentless Mutation from Heart Spire. <laughs>
3: I love that album to
7: death.
3: Yes. I found them one time. I thought, oh, it's one guy who can do really quick vocals that sounds like machines for the rest. I found out, no, they are all real. <laughs> the drummer is ridiculous. The guitarists are going nuts. Yeah, it's like cattle decapitation.
7: And then, oh my, I'm go go go. Go. Oh my God, it's been like. Sorry,
3: a year later,
7: they put out a mutation after I found them, and every single song on that album I just love to death.
3: And they're putting out a new one soon, and I'm just like, <laughs>
7: <laughs> you know what? I think mine, it goes back to when I was a tiny child, it will always be Whatever. Bad Out of Hell by Meatloaf oh, uh, yeah. Those two, as a writing duo, a lot musically blew my mind. And yeah. Jim Simon piano playing and Meatloaf's singing. Yes, if there's one. Guy that I got test to, want to want to get serious with singing. He oh, was gonna be a guitar player and bass, and I was really, I, mean, I had no interest in singing. And I heard Meatloaf cry out, I got hell. I'm like bad hell. i my god, that's what I want to do. I want to do that. Meatloaf is a big man with some big pipes, and I dude, respect that. That's I, and that's that's he's a bucket list dude. I want to beat yeah. him before he passes away. Hopefully, he never does. <laughs> <It looks laughs> like like he just won't die. Just, just like, like, he's he's like a great Jesus. <laughs> <genius. laughs> he'll just have to break out the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. My eternal boy. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if I'd say this would be like the best album ever but I know this is the album that means the most to me and I think has changed me the most musically and that's um, Dream Theater's um, Metropolis Part 2. Yeah. From oh, yeah. oh, that, 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 like, that album like honestly Great. changed my life because I was like a huge I, mean, I still am a huge Rush fan but I was telling a friend who's like super into like all this music and I was like dude you, you know I love Rush, but is there anything like it's like Rush, but like more metal? It's like yeah, dude, Rush check, heavier. Dance Eternity, check it out. Yes. And dude. I'm pretty sure I listened to that song nonstop for an entire week. And then for like that entire summer of sophomore year, I just blasted that entire album. Yeah. It's the only album I can say it has legitimately made me cry while listening to it. Yeah. And like yeah. the whole I just how it yeah. goes from like like metal to more melancholy, more emotional. It just feels so genuine, like it's not like, oh, we're doing this because, oh, it's the status quo. That's what yeah. we're doing. But no, we really, okay. really want to do it. That's what I love about it. We lots, it? Yeah. Um, I would say, um, ladies first. <laughs> I
6: haven't gone yet. I haven't gone yet. Uh, ladies me. first. <laughs> my circle.
5: Okay. Yeah, go. Make a shape.
6: Um, I would say mine is the
7: number
6: of the beast. Oh
7: yeah, that has shirt. Oh yeah, too. All
6: right, now you go.
7: All right. <laughs> okay. So mine is I have two. Uh, okay, no. It, <laughs> I didn't get the same two. As far as okay, as far as production goes, because I love like music production, Motley Crue's self-titled album, *The One Minute Without*, that album just sounds freaking massive. So and as, yeah. And that record. And as far as just my favorite to listen to, what I think is the best, uh, no more tears. Ozzy oh yeah, that I was, was so just sure talking about that. Well, <laughs> he got to say his second, five, <laughs> well, he, on the same long <laughs> lines as production, for me, I think the second favorite album of all time is uh, *Purple* by Stone Temple by mm, yeah. Sure, yeah. The big empty, freaking all those, all those more emotional songs that are in there that actually have meaning behind. Uh, Scott Weiland's life that is that you can't quite catch if you just listen to the song but you have to know the pain that the man went through to quite understand the album
0: what is some advice that you guys would like to pass down to other you know upcoming artists and bands
7: do the work oh I can do this okay um
6: I feel like I'm a very inspirational person um (laughs)
7: <laughs>
6: but um i feel like a lot of people would just be like be yourself never give up but um i'm gonna say oh man i, I thought i was gonna be good at this Maybe i <laughs> um, I was asked this question the other day and i can't remember what i said pretty much just if somebody tells you that you can't do something yes you can um i've been told a million times oh you can't do that because you're a girl you can't do that because you're 18 and here i am here not because I I took that to heart and I was like, oh, I can't do that. Because that's what I used to do. But now it's kind of just running in my mind, prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. oh you can't play bass, you're a girl. So I got up at four in the morning every day before school and I played my bass and look where it got me now.
7: Yeah. It's your job to prove them wrong. Yeah. yeah. I think oh, yeah. you have to embrace it. Like it I, I want something that really Lit a fire under my ass, for lack of a better term, is I watched Blackie Lawless. And Wasp. I watched I was watching interview. I love watching, and he was. Someone asked him, like, you hey, know, what, what would you say to, to you know, a young kid that wants to make it in industry? And it really inspired me to to work my butt off. And he just said, "Listen, if you want to do this, you got to go in knowing full force that this is what you want to do. Yeah. You got to commit yourself to this kind of lifestyle. It, it ain't easy. It's not stable." It's difficult. There's a lot of opposition and if you're having second doubts, you're already out. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. Whoa. So I, cause at the time I was kind of going, do I want to do this? And I saw that I'm like, whoa! I don't want to be that guy that, that said he's going to do all this stuff and didn't do it. And I asked like, man, I got to really step my game up. And since that day, I put everything I could possibly do. I went to college for music. I worked with these guys relentlessly. I mean, I, I worked with you on this tour. And, and just like everything that I can possibly squeeze out of myself to put into my music career, I do. Yeah, big thing for me is more- I'm not qualified for anything else, I'm <laughs> dumb. No, with me, I've always, anything I've ever done, I've always felt obligated to push 110% to do. And when I wanted to do music, I that was the only thing on my mind. That's the only thing I wanted. That's my drive, that's my passion. So for anybody who wants to get into music, practice religiously if you play if you want to play guitar practice those scales practice with the metronome yes yes (laughs) get that theory down because if you don't five years down the road and it's you're going to hit that block you're not going to you're not going to know what to do so make sure you're you do the work you have that passion and that passion stays like alex said once you get that uh oh Is this really? You're you're cut, you're done. And something I'll add to that is at least a lesson I've learned is also don't feel limited in your ability. Oh, don't. uh, Because I started off learning (laughs) to play six string guitar. I bought several guitars and stagnated, could not get past a certain level. And then one day I walked into a pawn shop and bought a P bass for 75 bucks. And now I'm sitting where I'm at now. So if, if you feel like you're in a position where you can't progress past where you're at, maybe it's not that you can't progress, but you just haven't found your knack yet. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, guys, as we're coming to a close to our time here, would you guys like to take uh, turns and letting our listeners know where to go to find, you know, your social media and where they can listen to your music?
7: So uh, you can find Half Past Dead at halfpastedmusic.com. And there are social media's on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram with the letters H P D, Half Past Dead. And that's also on our website. You can run YouTube or Spotify. Uh, basically the main hub is half You find everything you need there. And while you're there, you can sign up to our mailing list and become a dissentery. You get a bunch of cool behind the scenes stuff that no one else gets to see but you. And a lot of that stuff's gonna be the stuff we're doing on tour, like this pre-pro stuff and, um, we're kind of documenting everything. So um. Yeah, Have a good time. Have a good time. Go sign me now.
6: All right. Um, again, my name is Abby. This is Christy. This is Diego. You can find us on all social media at Abby K. Rocks and on our website, abbyk.rocks.com. We're on all streaming platforms and YouTube under Abby K.
0: Awesome. Well, guys, I appreciated um, you guys taking the time out of your schedule to speak to me about your tour and some of your new music. I thoroughly appreciated it. And I wish you guys all the best of luck on this tour and all your future endeavors in thank this music. Yeah. As always, major shout out to bands like Half Past Dead and Abbey K for joining me on my podcast and you amazing listeners for tuning in. Please don't hesitate to go and check out these guys' music in your spare time. And if you're able to catch them on one of these dates on the Flash Tour, definitely go and do that. Tickets are super affordable and it'll be a fun time, I promise. To stay up to date on more artist interviews or music reviews that I do, you can follow me on social media, on Twitter or Instagram at Real Sound Chick, or go to my website at www.thesound-chick.com. Again, that's follow me on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, at realsoundchick, or go to my website at www.thesound-chick.com. I appreciate y'all's continual support, and I look forward to having you on the next broadcast. As always, rock on, my dudes!
4: The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by the interview subject belong solely to themselves and not necessarily the sound chick or its sponsors. We thank you for tuning in and look forward to seeing you on the next broadcast.